0: Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women Podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Hey there, sober ladies. I'm so glad you are here with me today. I don't know about you, but January seems to have really started off with a bang around here, and I pretty much mean in a good way. The last few weeks of the year, I... Spent some time with myself considering what I wanted for this upcoming year, what needed to change, what would stay the same, and I decided to finally give in to this interesting urge that I've had for a long time to take an adult hip-hop class. Yep, you heard that right. If you know me, you know I am no dancer, but I do love hip-hop music and pretending to shake my booty all around my kitchen. Today, I wanted to share a little more about that experience and my thoughts on the messages we're getting from some parts of society, most especially the girl rappers. We're going to have some fun with this one. So last week, I had the privilege of joining Jean over at the Bubble Hour podcast for a lovely conversation about recovery and healing, and the response has been so overwhelming. It totally blows my mind how many sober women are out there. I feel like I know so many and I'm connected with so many of you guys online already, But then yet there's still so many more. And it really baffles me how many of them are still trying to figure it out in their own way. We are all truly a miracle, right? If you aren't familiar with that podcast, The Bubble Hour, Check it out, and you can hear a little bit more from me on last Monday's episode. So getting and staying sober is not easy, but it sure is worth it. I would imagine most of you agree. And as I always say, abstinence is not the end of the story. No way. It's just the beginning of a whole new life. We have to do the work of changing everything in order to build a life we love and one that we don't want to escape from. That's what we do here on this podcast and in the Confident Sober Women Facebook group. So if you aren't a part of that community, I would encourage you to come on over and join us. The link will be below in the show notes. I know some of you may not be on Facebook or have left Facebook for a variety of reasons, but if you want some community of other sober women, this is a fantastic opportunity for you to get connected. And I would highly suggest that maybe you just join Facebook or come back over just to join the Confident Sober Women Facebook group. It's a super fun space where we keep things safe and confidential, and we continue to work on growing our emotional sobriety together. And if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review because when you do that, it makes it more likely that other women who really need us will find it and be supported by you and me and everybody here doing this show to help keep them on track as well. So leave a review for them. Okay, so let's talk about hip-hop for a minute, okay? Why not, right? Because it's really so fun. I've always loved the fast-paced, strong bass sound of hip-hop music, and Dancing around the house, attempting to twerk, just makes me smile. Plus, it really annoys my teenage daughters, and that's always fun. The invention of TikTok, the app with all the dancing teenagers and a lot of over 40 moms, has been the best thing ever for this 40-something mom. I totally love it. It's very entertaining, and it just makes me feel happy and peppy and puts me in a really good mood. So maybe this is surprising to hear, but it is so fun and I am an Enneagram 7 after all, which means I'm all about fun. Of course there's bad language and sexual innuendos and glorification of substance use. However, this isn't exclusive to hip hop, right? If you've listened to like country music, for example, you know exactly what I mean. All of these things have been part of music history for centuries. So recently, a friend of mine opened a dance studio in our community, and she was doing TikTok dance classes for teenagers and some adults. So I was kind of toying with the idea of going, but never really made it happen. I was kind of like, I don't know, and I didn't really necessarily want to be doing this with a bunch of teenagers. So I kind of just dragged my feet around it. And then she reached out and told me that they had planned an adult session and invited me to to join. And I finally did. So this is pretty out of my comfort zone. I used to take a lot of group fitness classes at my gym when I was younger, and I even did like a sort of dancey aerobic class once, and I loved it. It was super fun, and I was really comfortable in that environment because I was familiar with most of the women there. I saw them every day, and it was a space where I was just really comfortable. But with this new class, I literally had no idea what to expect. And I have never been to the studio, and I didn't even know who the teacher was. I didn't know how many people would be there. I really had no idea at all what was going to happen. So I was like, okay, here we go. I went in with all the energy I could muster at 8.30 p.m. Yes, that's when the class started, which is basically when I normally go upstairs for bed. And I gave it my all. It was a small class that time, only four of us, and a great instructor who at first I felt had pretty unrealistic expectations for us. But then one move at a time, we started to put together a little routine, and I was pretty impressed. Pretty sure I'm not ready to go on tour as a backup dancer yet, but it was super fun, and I embraced every misstep and every failed attempt at the routine. Who cares, really? Why shouldn't I just let it go and enjoy myself? And then every time a negative thought came in, I just simply let it go and reminded myself this is for fun. I did make a couple snarky comments about how I was doing, but I am still growing after all, right? But trying new things is good for our brains. It helps to build new neuropathways and keep our brains active and thriving. And the personal challenge of something new allows you to practice the tools of emotional sobriety, speaking kindly to yourself, and allowing mistakes and failures to happen along the way is a part of this journey. So doing something different also builds your confidence. It creates just another file in your cabinet of times when you stepped out of your comfort zone and tried something new. And those files are really necessary to refer back to when other things come up that seem scary or when you start this spiral of negative thinking. So this is what we will be talking about in the Understanding Negative Thinking Patterns five-day challenge next week. If you aren't registered already, go ahead and do so at the link below. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of learning, and with a humongous group of sober women that are already registered. This past year, maybe it was the quarantine, maybe it was the intense anger and disappointment at our school system, or the excessive free time I had from not driving 600 miles a week to school and sports practices, but something made me go, hmm, the girl rappers are kind of nasty. I mean, the guys are too, but these women have really taken girl power and feminism to a whole new level. The thing I have been a bit hyper-focused on are some of the messages they write in their songs that I was picking up on. Of course, there's a lot more to them than what I'm sharing here today, and I'm not minimizing any of that, and I am absolutely not a hip-hop historian. Just This is just something that stands out to me personally right now. And as sober women who are focused on understanding our negative thinking patterns and eliminating negative thought patterns... The messages we expose ourselves to on a regular basis from media are important. They really do matter. So it's not the sex talk for me. We are actually sexual beings after all, and sexuality expressed in music is not new. It's more the money talk. Kind of that money for sex or money for relationships a message that continuously comes up from the Girl Rappers. It's the distorted notion that as women, you can trade sex for money and get power. This is how you get respect, how you have a relationship. And I'm always kind of left with like, really, that's the message you're wanna, you you want to put out? The message from the Girl Rappers is, you want me, you pay me. That's literally what they say. In my email this week that went out this morning, I shared several lyrics from different artists that show exactly what I mean. Things like, paid my tuition just to kiss me on my WAP, which if you don't know what that is, you can look it up. Don't go broke or this pussy going single. I want money, so I'll F you, pay me. He knows he given his money to Megan. He knows it's very expensive to date me. I mean, and trust me, I could literally go on and on, but I wanted to make this point and kind of drive it home because active addiction took a ton away from us. Most especially, it took away our self esteem and our confidence, our integrity, and our power. We were really slaves to the substance. And there came a time for each of us when we no longer had a choice in drink or drug, it was ruling our lives. And whether you choose to use this language or not, I believe addiction rendered us powerless. But in recovery, we build our own power. And we do this by finding our voice to speak up for ourselves and creating healthy boundaries and eliminating toxic relationships and really learning how to know what we need or understanding our own needs. We also build that power by educating ourselves or growing professionally, holding down a job and sort of building a career. We grow that power by making our money, buying a car, a home, by raising children, just by becoming independent women. That's how we create power. Power. We create it by building relationships based on mutual trust and respect where both partners understand the other's needs and desires and support each other through thick and thin. Have you ever had a partner tell you how sexy it is when you take charge or when you make decisions or when you make goals for yourself or try something new like a hip hop class? That is feminism at its best. A woman who not only knows what she wants, but even if she doesn't know the exact path to get there, seeks the guidance and puts one foot in front of the other until she reaches it. To me, that is serious girl power. And the way you speak to yourself is the key to this power. Whether hip-hop music is your jam or not, it's no matter. But pay attention to the images, music, and media that you are consuming. What are the messages that you are absorbing? Sometimes we like to brush them off like it doesn't affect us. But I really disagree. And I'm not saying that you can't still listen and watch things. I just believe that we should be doing so with a discerning ear. And it's important to check in with yourself occasionally about how it may or may not be affecting you. Notice if being around negative people or watching shows with an abundance of trauma, grief, or crime, or seeing images of things like substances being glorified changes your mindset a bit. It's often very subtle, so we have to really pay attention. Are we entertaining negative thoughts and emotions a little more? Are we staying in conversations that can bring us down? Again, this is the exact work of the Understanding Negative Thoughts Challenge next week, January 25th to the 29th. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a link below with all the information and you can register there. We're going to be really digging into why these negative thought patterns occur, when they happen, and then really starting to identify what your specific ones are and how we can move away from them and begin to learn the process of changing them. The saying that you are what you think is true, and I extend that to what you listen to and to what you watch as well. Your thoughts matter to building a life you don't want to escape from in recovery. And a final thought, train your mind to see the positivity in everything. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Mark an Angel. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.